Hello, this is Andre and Anita. We talk about parenting, love and life skills. Our family of six makes sure we always have something to share. Good evening, Andre. Good evening, dear wife, Anita. I know you're pretty exhausted. No, I'm, I'm perfectly fine and you I'm are. really happy that we can make this podcast. Yeah, but you're going to have to wake up really early tomorrow at five or That's something. That's true. On my way to Kassel once again. Oh, by the way, no, you're going to have to leave at five or you're going no, to have to... No, I have to get up at five. Okay. A.M. It's five no a.m. I can go to bed early. Well, but you're still not a baker, are I guess not. <laughs> no, bakers would have to wake last up Last time I checked, I'm, I'm making small bread, yeah, so to speak. <laughs> You're making small bread, yes. Mm -hmm. It's actually a German saying, which doesn't make sense in English, I guess. Kleine Brötchen. Okay. Little... It, it means if you, if you do make little money or if you do have just a, a little job, kind of. What, what's Brötchen again? Uh, bread? Little bread. No, 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 Brötchen. Small bread. No, I don't um, know. Not a don't, uh, not a bagel, but something else. Yeah, I don't know. I it don't doesn't know. matter. Okay, today <laughs> we're going to talk about the seven deadly sins of communication. The seven deadly sins. Of How very Catholic of you. By Julian Treasure. You're going to find the link below if you want to see it. Because oh, giving on credit your own as well. where credit is due, right? Exactly, because <laughs> this is so immensely important. It is. If somebody has a brilliant thought, it's. Mm -hmm very important to always say the correct name of who it is yeah from. citation so. as well actually me and Anita we talked about uh, proper citation today and we both agree it's not that important sorry to say if you borrow ideas just say you borrowed them and if you borrow phrases just say you borrowed them and, and that's perfectly fine and if you happen to know the person who made the perfect quote for the perfect circumstance then uh, of course you can say the name do of include that person. it but it's not yes. that important dear sorry listeners but what what is going to happen if somebody quotes you and mm. they don't know your name i probably won't even know until someone tells me which is probably never going to happen and if so you would cry a lot no i actually would be well I said something worth repeating, so hooray for me, I guess. <laughs> Very nice. Okay. Mm -hmm. Number one is don't gossip. Mm. Uh, wait a second. I, I'm just going to have to make a little bit an extra thing in there because we're usually talking about parenting issues and this one is actually, it's not just for it's an ad kids. Ad it's an adult issue as well. Adult. adult. Yes, definitely. Adult. And the gossip part. Mm. Okay. You're going to have to put the mirror to towards me or something yeah sure no, i know because no, because you're the woman right because i'm the woman and <laughs> women they have a propensity to talk a little bit more about other people hmm. as i've heard i guess it, it comes with the territory because you talk more uh, it, yeah so of course you talk about other people as well more yeah well they're sometimes part of my communication i mean so many times i'm actually i'm talking about a lot of ideas as well but mm -hmm. Once in a while, I'll talk about other people as well. Yeah, yeah, which is okay because you can communicate. Okay, how would you define gossip? Gossip is talking badly about a person and uh, focusing on their uh, mistakes they made or the, the character flaws that you think they have. 
and uh, in general just trying to lift yourself up and, ah, thank you. uh, yeah, yeah I, I guess you waited for that lift yourself up on the expense of the other yes at the because yeah. Um, yeah and this is I don't know is it the case for me am I ever well like, you rarely try to lift yourself up so <laughs> <laughs> I guess no that's not no, the just... case sometimes it's a point of an, uh, of, an, of an argument you say when you think that people said dumb things or did dumb things um, I guess that you cannot relate to yes. that it doesn't come all across as gossip it's more like I don't get it why would yeah. anyone not make lists <laughs> or you know oh yeah I know uh, but but that's not like look how dumb they are um, they are not making what I did or you know when they're not doing what I did and um, that's why they're no dumb. But because sometimes I'm even excited no I just don't get how people can be excited about certain things that is well that I really don't get but I like guess it, it comes more across of a stuff like that. lack of understanding or lack of um yeah, feeling the same way. Yeah, yeah, that um, must be Which it. is not really gossip to me. Okay. Yeah. So if I don't I think relate gossip to... gossip also is very specific. It's about one person. It's not the general, you know, like like everyone of that character group is bad or no, uh, they're dumb. Yeah. But it's very specific about a person with the intent of... Um, putting them down. In yeah, sense. putting them down. Har harmful intent as well, I'd say. And this is something... Um, because I'm we're gonna talk about the kids be I don't really feel like our kids are gossiping at all so far not yet no I not mean we really. have to wait with the girls I guess boys are not I guess not as prone because they don't care so much about other people maybe but it's of course I mean, generalization they can be annoyed about certain people yeah sometimes I mean like our oldest he's having some conflicts at school right now not, not he is having conflicts mm. but there is somebody in his class who is making some trouble and he is annoyed by that also of course also they forget situations fairly yeah. quickly they don't you know keep remembering they them they don't hold a grudge and they're like oh you know back then when you did this and that and this is why i do bad things now yeah but, yeah and this is something i appreciate about appreciate about them very very much and we also um we have encountered some situations in like in the recent past where some of our kids have been hurt quite badly mm -hmm. maybe not with malintent yeah oh, maybe not with our daughter, at times too mm -hmm. but i am pretty sure that our kids they wouldn't do something like that to other kids yeah behaving um in a really unfriendly way um Stealing really from them, stealing, and yeah, doing that kind of stuff. No, yeah, yeah. And this are things. Well, this well, is not related to gossip specifically, but still, one one thing that is really related to gossip is um, that we try to teach our kids, and maybe it comes across or not, but I think it does come across. The point is, um, try to put yourselves in their shoes. Oh yes, you yes. Know, if someone is acting funny, yes. you can go to your friend and gossip about him uh, while he's acting funny. Um, for whatever reason or try to understand why he might be acting funny short of just asking 
Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, well, so, yeah, that's. Do you think uh, that works? No, the, re- the asking doesn't really work at that no. age. And it's a confrontation. Well, not everyone seeks out confrontation. Yeah, and it's quite but, difficult. But understanding why a person is acting um, strange or maybe more violent or more looking for fights actually helped our oldest um, a lot in school. Yeah. Um, because you found a way to, to cope or to deal and actually have a friendship with a person who is looking actively for, for trouble. fights. For oh, trouble. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? And our son found a very good um, middle ground where he can still, you know, fool around with him in a way that, that they can, you know, punch each other, but not in a hurtful way, kind yeah. of a boyish yeah. way, um, and still remain friends. And... Um, Remain calm whenever that that boy tries to really get into a fight. Okay. And, to under, and, and the understanding behind it as well, his parents are getting a divorce of you know mm-hmm. our boy's mm-hmm. friend, and um, that makes him do strange things because he cannot cope with the anger or you know the, the feelings that he has at times. That's Which, true. Yeah. And our thing, I think our oldest, he he gets it in a way. Yeah. And um, well, trying to understand... Well, he has a lot of training in the family, within the family sometimes yeah. as well. Try to understand your little brother, yeah. try to understand your little sister. And it's and I guess when you try to understand people, why they do certain things, you are less prone to gossip, I guess. Yes. And I, I just wanted to add something to this because sometimes we look at magazines or like a TV series or something mm-hmm. and uh, what they're doing sometimes is something that I did as a kid as well talking badly about a certain character or something mm-hmm. you know or you see a girl and you're like oh she looks stupid or whatever mm. you know and this is something that I'm trying to undermine and say you know what maybe she has a weird dress but she still looks good mm-hmm. like if she had a different haircut she would look good or whatever or how would you feel if somebody would talk about you this like way mm-hmm. and I, you know, it's not like a real bad problem in our family, but I already feel like this is something it would be nice that they already would know early on mm. how hurtful this can be. Well, we, we do tell them that, um, you know, cursing at each other or cussing at each other is um, not going to work here. In this yeah, because family. these kinds of things, they come naturally. Yeah. I, I don't, I mean, it always keeps like, I don't know, I, I keep hearing in parenting books and so on like that they're like copying mm-hmm. from others I mean, yes that's the case as well mm-hmm. but I, I still think that being angry at your sister this is something that you don't need to be modeled mm-hmm. they don't need to be taught that no how to deal that with the anger again that is yeah. something that you have to teach and you can surely and, and then this is what we teach our kids as well you can surely tell them um it's okay to be angry about something and you can say a specific action you think is dumb. The person herself, himself, is not dumb. But the action he just did or committed or, you know, whatever he did or she did, um, you can call out and tell her that is a dumb thing to do. Yeah, or that you don't want to be treated like that if they're doing something harm- harmful to you. Yeah, that as well. Um, the next one is pretty much related to the first one. Avoid judgment. Yeah, I can absolutely agree with that. That's actually one of the, I think, my my uh, my favorite Bible things uh, <laughs> there are. Thou shalt not judge, you know, and judgment is actually for others in a way. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Good thing that you're talking <laughs> about the Bible because 
there are verses that are saying that you're not that you shouldn't judge yeah. but then also there are things like don't throw pearls before swine or yeah, but that's don't judgment. Um, that's your yes no, wait a second but you yeah. have to know that they are swine or whatever uh, there is a judgment involved in it and also when you read Paul's letters He's judging a lot. Yeah, he is. Oh, yes. But um, I think it comes back to Jesus and it's basically, well, don't you care about the other dude, care about yourself and our relationship. Except with your um, pastor it, well, or um, no, no, elder but, but in the church. Your job is to love everyone and that is hard enough. Your job is not to judge everyone. I mean, this is what I get. And I think that's a, it's a very good point. Yeah. Well, I would define judgment as saying that somebody's dumb, for instance, or that mm -hmm. whatever he did was a horrible thing yeah. for him, mm -hmm. instead of saying, you know, this is what he did, and I felt like this mm -hmm. because of it. Yeah, that's kind of like a topic in itself. Mm. Next yeah. one. Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> Quit the negativity. Ooh. Ooh, oh, yeah. This is very NLP, I guess. I don't know, but negativity, and this is not just, that's kind of basic, but... It is basic. Just quit it. That's basic advice, <laughs> in a sense. I mean, this is something that you hear all the time. You do. I do, yeah. <laughs> okay. And how is this something how, that you can Im implement in the family? Because negativity is not something that is easily erased. Mm -hmm. And also, it, it's so difficult at times when I'm looking at situations like homework situations yeah. and stressful situations there is again and again a lot of negativity and all yeah yeah it's hard to um, get our kids excited for homework I guess that is a common law of nature that kids hate homework yeah. some more some some less um, and of course when you hate something that is negativity in itself so uh, I guess you can only change your approach and, uh, and try and, and see the positive side of things and encourage and try to motivate in a way yeah um, switch the topic when they're complaining about certain things and then I, I you know has a, a guess that it's really important to to um, acknowledge things that don't work out well or that you really don't enjoy but acknowledge them you know say okay and don't stay on them or stay in that feeling yeah to say well yeah it is like that and what am i going to do to solve that issue and you know have a yeah. look forward or how can i get don't through this more wallow quickly. basically yeah yeah but then also in conversations when you're meeting friends or like my parents-in-law your parents mm-hmm Sometimes when the conversation is in a negative spot, mm -hmm. it can be quite difficult to get out of it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Which doesn't mean, of course, you can talk about complicated or rather negative topics. Uh, but but mostly, I don't I don't even really know if it's negative topics because um, it's more an exchange of, of viewpoints. Yeah. And one viewpoint can be pretty negative. You know that uh, people. Are not deserving of our I don't know, social welfare or whatever um, but then again that, that that's one point of view and uh, an exchange of point of views is actually I think what's what's pretty productive in a way 
yeah, to exchange I, ideas, I, I don't to exchange find them. viewpoints. Actually, I thought it was quite stimulating. Yeah, the it was stimulating. Had, that's you know? a good point. Yeah, but I know. But some people think, oh man, they're having an argument. Yeah. Well, that's because two guys are talking, and uh, well, one woman is actually feeling like, oh wow, there's something wrong with their relationship, and it's absolutely not. And uh, the guys mm -hmm. later on they said, "Well, that was a nice evening. We exchanged ideas. We exchanged." I told you about this yeah. this podcast, mm -hmm. you know, where they had really they couldn't have any more opposing uh, views. opinions, yeah. views, yeah. but they still had a respect well, for each other. They were both English, like from, yeah. and they had a civilized, mm -hmm. gentleman-like conversation, mm -hmm. even yeah. though like no the insulting, words, just exchanging I, ideas. And I was amazed at that because, yeah. like, I don't know, but. Women, if they have very opposing ideas, yeah, it usually gets down to the relationship level. It's very rare yeah. that they would have a civilized conversation, mm -hmm. and that they wouldn't get personal. You know, involved. Yeah, but it was it was <laughs> such a delight that conversation. Textbook was, exchange of opposing views. Actually, that's one thing in America that I think that is that is awesome. That is the. Uh, Debate club. I guess it's for nerds too. But oh, a debate I, club! That yeah, would be great. But I think that is a really important thing um, that that we are lacking here in Germany. Oh, we yeah. don't have debate club or anything no, like don't it. Anything we don't like even that. have a, a class that, that that furthers how to, you know, put out an argument. You have some in in, in German classes. You have some. Well, this is how you construct them, uh, a thesis, yeah. but or hypothesis, but but not really. To have an argument with other people, which I think is uh, a really important step in how to deal with with others. So yeah. um, we're lacking that, and the, and the culture also, of no having to yeah. when they're in the in the debate club, mm -hmm. sometimes they have to draw a card or whatever, mm -hmm. and then they, they take that they point find of view. out what kind of point of view they have to yeah. um, defend, whatever. Yeah, and even and if they're not really behind it, but find yeah. arguments and. And that's wonderful. I and this is something that's thing. how you can learn even empathy in yeah. a sense because you have to start thinking like a person would think who would yeah. be in that so boat. Here's the Democrat having to think like the, the Republican, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and vice <laughs> like versa. That, like so, that movie, yeah. yeah I, I think that's, that's, that's a good thing. That's awesome. Yeah. Th this should be like one of the basic skills that are taught. I mean, this is something that's a life skill. Mm -hmm. It's not just some theoretic chemical formula whatever yeah. that you will never ever use again uh, well the lesson again then should be not how to talk someone to death or you know no, how to make yeah. a point across so that yeah. nobody else can give you any more arguments but more um, have a complete view of what your argument or your point of view is about yeah and having a civilized and uh, respectful way to, to you know get your points across yeah, yeah. like those English people yeah. Like this, those English this, this people. Awesome. Was yeah. Stefan, right? With some, some other dude. Yeah, there you go. That's okay. Oh, oh, citation. Um, can can we name him now or no, could that be wrong? No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> okay. Yeah, just okay. Yeah. yeah. Number four, <laughs> quit complaining. Yeah, that's easy. For us. Yeah, that's <laughs> totally easy for you, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Quit complaining. I mean, this is the negativity again, in a sense, I think, because... It's one form of negativity. Uh, name me one day where nobody was ever complaining. It's basically when they're all away. No, when they're asleep or something. Or like asleep, but they're not, so, yeah. not sleeping no, one during day the day. It doesn't happen, yeah. yeah. 
no. but there's always some complaining going on but that is I guess the nature of kids in a way until they you know get older um, oh by the way I just want to add something even though it's not really totally related but mm. because we've been talking about this negativity and mm. some I'm guessing it's more the mothers or women mm -hmm. who easily get kind of uneasy mm -hmm. when there is a lot of complaining or negative talk mm -hmm. um, because happening the atmosphere is the changing time. yeah because the and they want everyone to be happy all the time okay and this is something that i had to learn quite a bit i mean now i'm used to it quite a bit but mm. in the beginning it was quite difficult for me to withstand this when there is conflict in the room or the kids wouldn't get along or whatever mm -hmm. and this is something that i think is it's also part of life you know and if it's not excessive and if they're still able to uh, reconcile afterwards mm. then some complaining some negativity is part of it yep just find ways again and again how to use the, the atmosphere as well yeah yeah number five <clears throat> stop making excuses wow that's a difficult one for a second son Our first one as well. Well, I had to annoy my brother because I was bored. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Situation that happened today in the car, which led to 20 minutes of silence after I yelled at them. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I was bored. I had to annoy him. I had to, you know, touch his face and then do that from the back seat, which, of course, drove our second son really mad. And so they struggled in the car, which led to harsh words which led to 20 minutes of silence. But, yeah. You I, know, this is something that I want to work in my life mm -hmm. as well. Even though I don't feel like I'm making a lot of excuses, but even if they happen, mm -hmm. I don't want them in my life. But then when I'm looking to the kids... Mm. Yeah. Whoa. Um, It's easy to, to always blame someone else. So that's one sort of... Um, But you know what? This is something that we in our family, like my family of origin, mm. we never really talked about this. I mean, Making I can excuses. remember, yeah, like, stell dich nicht so an. They would say things like, don't behave, don't be a whiny something, <laughs> uh, don't whine around or yeah. something. Okay. But they wouldn't have conversations about taking responsibility or being able to own your mistakes oh, yes mm. things like that okay did you ever have conversations like that mm. well I did own my mistakes or learn to own my mistakes I remember one th one time where I uh, for whatever stupid reason I was a kid I guess and uh, I dropped wax on the heater You know, like a red candle, and I dropped a little bit of wax there, there, there. So the whole heater was kind of reddish, because it was red wax, uh, which of course um, I had to fix. And that was, it was like one of those stupid things I did for whatever reason. And um, I had to, to to paint the whole heater uh, myself uh, as a result. Yeah. Uh, and I said, well, yeah, I did that. I didn't deny it. There was no excuse involved. It was just me being dumb or bored or whatever. Um, And I owned up to my mistake by painting that, and I thought that was totally fair. And the um, the punishment of painting the heater came to me like, yeah, well deserved. Okay. No, no questions asked. And a lot of other things as well. When I did something stupid, 
yeah, I did something stupid and I have to own, own the mistakes. Okay. Um, I never had that much of an issue to, to make excuses for myself and say, well, I had to do this because um, I think it was never a real issue for me trying to blame someone else. Yeah, no, yeah you're not blaming. You're, you still have a lot of excuses for mm. not being able to do this at this time or not. Yeah. No, you have a lot of excuses for your, let me say, your... My um, your <laughs> being an easygoing person, <laughs> easygoing person. That's how you call <laughs> laziness in a sense. Uh, in a way, <laughs> yeah. For for being a lazy person, yeah. I, I don't think I make a much many excuses up for being. You're not blaming. That's lazy. not what no, you do. No, 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 not blaming. Um, but I don't outright say, "Well, I didn't do it because I was lazy." That's true. No, because yeah, because sometimes want things are just too much, you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but um, owning your mistakes, I think, is one important thing without blaming yes, someone else. Yes, and this is something definitely that and self, we can still teach the children. Yeah, self-reflection, I think, is a really important skill as well. Oh, yeah. Um, and that leads you away from finding excuses in others or finding excuses per se. Yeah. So... Yeah, I'm still lazy in my own, you know, way. Um, but I have no problem admitting that. And yeah. I'm not really making excuses for me being lazy. It's um, yeah, no, you can, you can. <laughs> I don't know. This is sometimes it's even admirable to me that you you can own certain sides of yourself. Yeah, the negative sides. I say, well, yeah, yeah that that's me, and um, <laughs> basically. Maybe that's an excuse as well. Say, yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna change that. I mean, it's not actively trying to change or, or being actively lazy. It's more like of a well, I take me or leave me, uh, uh, take I'm, me or leave it, or something yeah, like that. A little bit, and I didn't really think about it, you know, yeah. that much as well. So it's a little bit both. But uh, I wouldn't ever say, um, well, my mom made me be lazy or something. Yeah, no, no, you, you know, I can, yeah. I can own, I can. If you know yourself and if you know your weaknesses in a way, um, I guess it makes you less prone to making excuses in a way. Hopefully, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can say, but well, if you're called out, then you can still, you can always say, yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. and I have, I don't think I have a trouble or trouble but or problem saying I'm right. let me just add that our oldest, no. he can do that. He yes. can do that as well. Definitely. He True. can own his mistakes and yeah. his shortcomings or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I agree. And this is something that I'd say that we acknowledge that. Mm -hmm. We do. And we do encourage them as well to check yourself. And if you did something, uh, own your mistake. Um, don't lie about it. Don't try to hide it. Hide it. Um, that's of no use, but, you know, own it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Next one is don't exaggerate. Mm -hmm. Trisha says that this habit, which he calls embroidery, demeans our language. Exaggeration is the worst. Oh, wait a second. I just this made me think of um, our son and our daughter. They they have a friend. Sometimes they walk with him, mm -hmm. and he would tell stories that both of them would say, "This it's can't be." Yeah, it's mm -hmm. made up, and mm -hmm. it's or something happened like this, but it's grossly exaggerated. Okay, and. It feels like a bragging a little bit. Well, it's, of course, it's much, much easier to 
point this out when you see it somewhere else. But I myself also have to say, I don't feel like our kids are exaggerating a lot. No. No, not not really, not to my... Well, there is some sort of exaggeration that always happens and we try to stop at the very first sentence, uh, which are words like always, never, and that's basically it, I guess. Or <laughs> always and never. Like, uh, if and they feel annoyed by something the brother do did, that. you yeah. never let me finish my sentence. <laughs> you, you, you know things like that. We will say, well, you can say most of the time. Or you can often. say a lot. You can say often. Uh, just don't use those two words. Or if you use them, be very mindful of them. I love that we're, yeah, putting emphasis on words. Yeah. Which is very NLP, I guess, right? NLP, sorry. Yeah, but that's not just because of that. I mean, I was well, drawn to it because maybe I was well, drawn to this because I felt like, yes, this is, yeah, it makes be, sense. To be honest, you're A the, lot of it, not all of it. In our family, you're the, the source who always gets new material, you know, you, you read stuff, you learn stuff, and then I, I really lo- like that a lot. <laughs> and... Um, so More I would say, you, yeah, you bring a lot of new stuff into this family as well. Okay. And we talk about it, then um, usually we see what kind of you know benefit or practical um, application application there is. There is. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So this this never and and, and I, I don't think we started from the very beginning with that. So that might be true. Yeah. At at some point you said, well, That's listen, not true. listen, listen, that, and we had uh, we talked about it and we agreed, yeah. It sucks, and you shouldn't do that. <laughs> and um, basically, from from then but on, you know, this is something. But they also they they uh, caught on to this because they also love when things are exact. Because who, who, who <laughs> especially loves? our second son, our second, okay. he doesn't like those sayings that you have sometimes. Uh-huh. You, you, like proverbs or something yeah, like that, mm-hmm. where they don't make really a lot of sense and then he wants I only have one that I always keep repeating you know I I don't mean yours (laughs) I mean things that are common knowledge that you use in the Mm. German language for example and sometimes teachers would use those and he would get annoyed by them saying that this doesn't make any sense or I don't know early warm worm Gets the fish? No. No, the, the early bird gets get the wor- worm or whatever. Worm. I don't know. Things like that. And he would take it literally, like sometimes too much, too literally. <laughs> yeah, he's, and then he's not like, much from metaphors. Metaphors, yeah. Yeah, but it's it doesn't end at metaphors. It, it's also at other things, like where... He's very literal in that sentence. Yeah. He's like a drags at times, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, okay. Nothing goes over my head because my reflexes are too fast, so I would catch it. Okay. Number seven. Yeah. um, Wondering if you're gonna get it. Ditch the dogma. Ditch the dogma. That's a very nice alliteration. No one likes being bombarded with opinions, especially when those opinions are presented as fact. This is basically the one. Oh yeah. Well, this is the rule because I told you so. But why? Because I said it is. And there's no degree of variation that you can, you know, stray away from that path I set out for you. But why? There's no why allowed, basically. That's, to me, that's a document. I would wholeheartedly agree to that. That's one thing 
that I, uh, you know, when we started with the parenting and everything, and I said, um, the one thing that I took away from home, yeah, well, one thing, but, but I thought I want to do other than uh, my, my father then. differently, yeah, d- yeah. yeah. Uh, was to explain why, yeah, to a certain degree, which I learned later on. You know, you cannot explain everything to a three-year-old. Yeah, of course that doesn't work. Um, you can break it down to the you don't hurt people or you don't hit people because then they're gonna cry. You know, for, for reasons. Yeah, so. yeah. And um, the the um, argument why you made certain rules, um, why you think they're important, I th- and, and explaining them. Uh, I think it helps them a lot to accept them more. Yeah, because we want people, uh, we want our kids to internalize those mm. rules. Mm. If they're just doing those things because we said so, yeah. as soon as we're not there, mm. they're free to do it. Yeah. And it has to make sense. I mean, this is really important. Mm. But the dogma thing, um, I think it's also, <sighs> I think it means that you also have to be flexible. In certain times you know because sometimes we have rules like I don't know at a certain time you have to go to bed mm-hmm. but then there's certain times for whatever reason they're allowed to stay up later oh, this is a bad example but <laughs> I'm just saying that certain rules you don't they have can, that many rules right? we're not this dogmatic means also that you have certain rules and they have to be like this exactly yeah, well, all we, the we time don't, have just, don't use curse words in our house but, but I'm just saying that there are certain things where we're sometimes trying to explain to our older kids mm. why it's allowed to younger kids to do certain things that they're not allowed to do anymore. Mm. I, like certain behavior at the table, whatever. Mm. And they weren't doing those kinds of things when they were their age yeah. either. Yeah. And therefore, there is, they have to find out like this dogma thinking, mm. it doesn't always work. Mm-hmm. And that at certain times or certain phases of your life, things can be different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, different rules for different ages and different um, characters as well. Yeah, or that sometimes there can be exceptions. Oh, actually, this is one thing. Um, like, like they, we were talking today about um, watching movies that are not suited for your age because this. Oh yeah. Our, our yeah. sons, they were at a birthday party, and there was this one girl who took the movie. They watched really in a bad way. They she went out like after half the movie, and she had nightmares at night. And um, yeah, it well, was totally not age appropriate for her. For her, yeah. it, it was age twelve. She's almost twelve, and uh, but but uh. she cannot deal that. So the, her family has a completely different rule set about what she's allowed to watch which makes totally sense which yeah. makes sense for yeah. her and I told my boys yeah everyone reacts differently to movies and certain movies are for, for certain ages and um, we kind of every parent has a feeling for what the kid can cope with I guess yeah. Yeah. in a way and uh, some kids are more sen- sensitive our oldest daughter is not allowed to watch like like Lord of the Rings she's seven yeah, of and, course and not. it's not for her and she yeah. cannot deal with, with the, the masks and the orcs and, and all that yeah. um, I know the boys can because they are drawing that a lot as well and uh, they don't feel mm-hmm. it doesn't follow them yeah. or it doesn't stick to them you know it's, it's more like oh okay those are the really evil and you guys. know what even this mm-hmm. this is already kind of a preparation for later life that sometimes we have these fixed rules in our yeah. heads and we we wish for everyone to be exact by them, mm-hmm. too, you know, and 
that this doesn't work at all times yeah. it's clear yeah. and you gotta no. find different rules for every kid in a way I mean there's the common rules that, that, that uh, everyone has to follow yeah of course um, but they're always explained yeah we don't use curse words because we believe that language is important yeah and it's important what comes out of our mouth and you can explain that to to a five-year-old you can explain that to to a seven and eight and twelve and whatever year, year old they and even got it when they're quite young yeah yeah they yeah. did get it and i say well yeah. it, it makes your face look ugly or it makes you sound ugly or you know we, we explained it in a childlike way yeah um they came and said we don't say this at home and they accepted that mm -hmm. and they, they asked why as well and then we explained it you know it's um, it defines a man or a woman what comes out of her mouth in a way yeah and you don't hear us saying it so please don't say it yourself as well yeah Oh, I mean, this is one thing—the the the one thing that I can. But you know which what? Might be a dogma at home. If you're if you're skilled in your communication skills, mm. I think this this has effects to your whole life. Mm. And we also said, well, if you really want to say those bad words, um, there's a time and there's a place. Yeah. And if no one can hear it, and if you're all by yourself, feel free to let it all out. We, we did that as well. Yeah, I know so that video. We just, we, yeah, we don't want to hear. So what happens is, um, that's actually a funny video um, of our oldest son when he was like, I don't know, four or five years old or something. Yeah. Yeah. And he was four. sitting on the toilet and he was saying those cuss words in German the whole time. He was making a song out of it, a famous children's song out of it. Yeah. And he was just using that word the whole time because he thought, you know, I'm here. I'm on my own. And here it's allowed. Nobody's, I can do it. Yeah. And I thought that is a perfect example of how you should do it <laughs> it's yeah. very funny and I recorded Quite the whole amusing, thing yes. it was just a white door which I recorded but yeah. him, him singing and yeah. he was having fun because he was you know laughing about the stuff himself that was it's actually priceless he had a blast yeah. he did I mean this was not like he had some anger bottled up no, or something no, no, no. it was more like fun and yeah, yeah. But, but you know he was on his own and no one was listening thought <laughs> yeah um, so I, I thought yeah that's a good example of letting it out would you add an eighth deadly sin of communication? Well, nonverbal communication. Oh, uh, there's a lot more communication going on <laughs> that doesn't involve any words. Yeah. Like the staring at your... But, but this is maybe adult yeah. level communication. But um, for, for parenting, I guess kids really watch if you say something and do the other thing. So oh yeah, of course. Be an yeah. example, so your words should match your actions. Yeah. Um, and yeah. if you communicate that, I don't know, smoking is bad, okay, and uh, you do smoke, then yeah, Doesn't that make a lot of sense, for example. But there are other examples as well, I guess. Okay. So thank you very much for listening. I think thank it's you so much. a great wrap up and okay. uh, we have covered all the seven. Thanks Aaron for listening. And, uh, <laughs> Have a good night. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Nice. Bye. Bye.